Hello and welcome to the Restaurant Podcast. I'm Stephen Homka and today I'm talking about mental health and well-being in the restaurant industry and what chefs working in professional kitchens can do to help look after their mental health and also of the mental health of their colleagues. With lockdown having a particular impact on the hospitality sector, this is something that will resonate with a lot of people at the moment. Joining me is Alex Hall, Executive Chef at Unilever Food Solutions, but also an, an ambassador at Fair Kitchen, which was set up to help support people in the hospitality sector. Well, Alex, thanks for joining me today. I mean, let's start. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, Fair Kitchens? Are you an ambassador for Fair Kitchens? What, how, why was it set up and what, and what does it do? So Fair Kitchens is a movement that was designed to help support resilience and and growth in the hospitality industry. As a sector, it's an incredibly tough environment, as we all know. And it was set up really with the with the mindset of of supporting um, supporting the sector, helping people to feel that they're not alone and really to help create an environment where we can all develop and prosper. Because I think that that's, that's one thing, we're all, we're all brought up in this environment where we're taught to cook and you know we're fantastic at a trade and we can deliver that brilliantly and we do it time and time and time again. But no one really focuses on how do you become a manager? How do you become a good people person? How do you do those things? And as, you know, as I said, my journey was, well, you can cook. Congratulations, you're now a sous chef. You can cook. Congratulations, you're now a head chef. Now, is that really a sustainable environment? Because all we learn then is those skills that are inherent in those that we've we've been schooled by. And is that culture right? And what changes need to happen? So Fair Kitchens is really all all about trying to encourage positive changes for the industry, for the sector, for the betterment of everyone that's in it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I see, looking at the website, it talks about uh, teams and that talking openly and inciting, exciting passion, acting as one, making time and, and, and saying good jobs. So are these all the things that, uh, uh, that people can, can do to, to help each other in the, in the kitchen environment? Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think we can start by uh, remembering that everyone is hugely time pressured. And I was just, you know, I was on a call talking to someone a minute ago about what does it look like? How can we how can we support the future? We've got to remember that a good culture comes from a good business. So we need to remember that, as I said, you, you don't necessarily have all the training and all the tools that you you think you might need when you when you rise to those positions. But if we can help support with the the grounding of what a good, well-rounded manager, all those hard skills of how do you manage the P and L, how do you how do you uh, how do you manage the menus and all your ingredients and all of those things and then supporting on that is is those next steps which is being a human to each other and and actually recognizing the hard work you know everyone's working incredibly long hours and that was one of the things that came out when we first did the survey you know 73 percent of people feel sleep uh, deprived well you know fundamentally if you're going to work that that hard you need to make sure that you're you're at least doing the basics for your team and that they feel that they're being recognized and and rewarded and you know financial compensation in the, in the industry is 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 not great let's be honest here but there are things you can do to make it worthwhile and and saying well done and supporting your team and taking time out to actually have a conversation i mean the other day uh, i was at 
I was in uh, in our kitchen at Leatherhead and uh, we sat down as a group and we had lunch. We had lunch after we, we prepped everything and it was, we spoke probably for about 45 minutes, about nothing, but it was, it was fantastic. And it was just a great time where we all, we all shared, shared a few stories of, of things from the past and, and what we need to do going forwards as well. Yeah. I mean, how much is mental health problems an issue in food service? I and mean, you mentioned some research that Unilever Food Solutions conducted. You know, 73% of chefs, chefs are sleep deprived. I think it also said that 63% of chefs, you know, felt depressed. I mean, mental health issues must be you know, a, a serious consideration in, in an environment such as, such as professional kitchens. It is, and it's a naturally stressful environment, and that can you know, lead to additional issues. And we've seen from research before the pandemic that we've done and also the hospitality, uh, hospitality action research that's been done since of, of people burning out, you know, doing the long hours. And, and, but that's not sustainable. And it's sort of like this, this badge of honour that you've worked hard. But in actual fact, it's an old school culture. And it's about shifting that culture. It's about, you know, creating creating a culture for the future and i think doug doug from pilot light really brings that to light as well you know he's someone that suffered from it and the stigma that's suffered from mental health issues but i think he's taken that and he's embodied you know what can be done to move forward it's about destigmatizing that and even talking to chris from the burnt chef project the other day it's about those those moments and i don't think we can we can necessarily prevent these issues per se but what we can do is create an environment where we can have open conversations and we can we can create a, a space to say i'm not feeling okay and that in itself is a is a positive step change for the industry sure and how can and, and what do you think that, that the impact the pandemic has had on on you know people's well-being or within within kitchens and in food service in general. Well, okay. again, it, it's it's seeing that you know, I think we we all felt. I think, take it away from the hospitality industry for a second. We all felt as as anyone we've been put into this unenviable position. We've been locked down. Our day to day has been taken away from us. We were all suddenly in this very very different world. And you know it's come back again, and and we're 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 back in that space. So there's a huge loss of purpose, isn't there? Suddenly, I'm not doing what I've always done. And I think that that's the point when when we saw the industry stand up and say, do you know what? I I can carry on. I can do something. Can you see lots of businesses picking up doing deliveries or businesses feeding key workers because they felt the need to have that drive to have that purpose i think it's all about creating those those moments and and opening up and and finding new new positive things you can do because you know fundamentally we were all in the same boat and the hospitality industry has been and is still being hit hard from this pandemic and i think it's about just driving with purpose and making sure that operators have that 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 knowledge that they are being supported and they've supported their communities and I think it's great that we've seen some communities supporting supporting them back as as they came out of the first lockdown and let's let's hope it it reappears 
soon on the 2nd of December or depending on regions. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. And on a personal level, what what can chefs do to, to look after themselves kind of in this time of, of lockdown, the pandemic, and also look after each other? I see. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take any credit for this. I'm going to I'm going to quote Chris from the Burnt Chef Project because I think he, he got it absolutely bang on in my opinion he said you know chefs live on mise en place lists and uh I, I, and as i look to my left i've got my, i've got my prep list of what needs to be done today it may not be the the sort of standard stuff that it was before in terms of in terms of the food but i've still got my mise en place list and i think that that's really important that if we don't have that routine that we can create some form of structure or something to to take its place so even if it's you're going to learn one thing from YouTube or from Instagram, learn how to take the perfect food photography picture, whatever it might be, pick something every day and, and give yourself that, that target, something to work towards. Even if it is something silly like that, it really does help focus your mind. Take a bit of time out for yourself. Um, he, he's a big fan of, of, uh, of yoga and things like that. For me, I, I would be going out for a walk, um, and just you know, walk walk the dog and, and build that routine into your day because all of these things help create that space that you need just to cope with what is a very very uh, unnatural position that we've all been put in. So for me, I think he's got it right. A mise en place list, but for you, focusing on you and driving something, learning something new, and taking a bit of time out for yourself as well. And as you said, it's not just about the you it's about maybe taking that one of those things that you could do each day is reach out to a member of the team and we've seen great stuff from loads of different operators but uh, I think I think one of the things that sort of struck me was uh, a pub that we work with quite closely called the Cleveland Arms down in Brighton they were talking about how upset they were that they were missing out on all their staff's graduations from uni they got a load of uni staff down there and they you know, they got together on Zoom calls and they celebrated things. They did pub quizzes, whatever it might be. But keep that culture and keep that team together because they are the people that when your doors reopen, they're the ones that we rely on. They're the ones that, that welcome in our customers, that promote our business and do it in the best way possible by being hospitable. And that's what this industry is all about. So we've got to take the time to spend it with our teams and pick up the phone and, you know, make a make a make a call on FaceTime or whatever it might be. But it's always good to, to look into someone's eyes and, and sort of see them and see how they're getting on. So that would be that would be what I would do. Absolutely. And just finally, I mean, how do you what, how do you think businesses can promote better well-being in, in their kitchens? What are the kind of the easy things and maybe maybe some of the, the, the things that need more consideration to, to make? you know, once we're out of this pandemic and once things are hopefully back to normal, to make the whole environment of working in professional kitchens and working in food service, you know, a nicer place to work and a healthier place to work? I mean, I, I think it's about it's about communication, isn't it? We we do some amazing things in this industry and I don't think we, we talk about them widely enough. And I think that it's like anything, you get a bad press because because of you know people who've done something in the past it's about creating now the future we've got this reset button we can look forward we can do things differently 
And I think it's about communicating with our staff how we're going to do it and then communicating with the wider public what we're doing. And we've all got social media accounts and we can we can definitely talk that way. And Asma Khan uh, famously said that she, she, she looks for a day when restaurants aren't reviewed on, on how good the quality of their food is, but how well they treat the, their staff. Because if you think about it, great, great kitchens that look after their staff, that create great food is where diners should be in the future. And I think that this is a, you know, it's, a, it's an awkward time, but a great opportunity to, to reset as we go back and come out of the, of the second lockdown to really, to really think about talent and teams and thinking about the future. We all need to invest uh, in, in our businesses to, to ensure we've got the right talent. So this isn't just about the business for today. It's attracting and retaining talent for the future. So that to me is the most important thing.